Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. My name is Allie Holloway, and I am a fifth year that is finally graduating next weekend. Hallelujah. I will be receiving degrees in voice performance and sociology anthropology. In the fall, I will be attending Boston University, where I will be pursuing my Master of Music in Opera Performance. I was honored to be asked to be here today to talk about the ways in which I have seen God through my music degree. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, he has worked in some pretty marvelous ways. I have rewritten this podcast several, several times, thinking about ways in which I can draw pithy metaphors about my experience, Um, but I have finally landed where I probably should have begun, with honesty and vulnerability. The topics in my talk today are things that I am very passionate about and thus could talk forever about, and so I have tried to whittle them down and to make this very succinct and to the point because I think the message of my time as a performance major should ring true and not necessarily my fifth year anecdotes. So let's start with why did I choose a major that everyone told me I was good at but would never make any money in? Journey with me through my childhood. The aged and rusting minivan of my childhood was the first place that I heard classical music. The cassettes that housed Beethoven Lives Upstairs and the Magic Flute were worn thin by the time I was old enough to realize the significance of what I had been listening to as a child. My father would painfully try to mimic the soprano singing the esteemed Queen of the Night aria, you know, the one that we hear in the background of every car commercial now. Um, Back then, my siblings and I could not comprehend the stamina and the skill that is required to sing that specific piece of music. We were very content to simply listen and laugh as our father poorly pretended to be the villain of Mozart's renowned opera. In a life that has been filled with classical music from a young age, sometimes seriously and sometimes irreverently, it is hard to pinpoint the exact moment where I began longing to perform. The summer after my junior year of high school, I visited New York City where I saw several shows during my stay. After witnessing one of my favorite productions, a friend leaned over and asked, what did you think? Did you absolutely love it? And I knew that he was expecting me to burst with compliments, but instead I simply said, you know, I need time to process how I'm feeling right now. Yes, I was indeed overwhelmed by the beauty of the production, but I was also on what seemed to be the precipice of a moment of self-actualization. I felt like this gaping hole had opened up in my chest. So I looked at my friend and I said, I hated that. I hated sitting in those seats. I want to be on that stage. Now, looking back at that statement, I can't help but chuckle at the extremely dramatic nature of it, Um, classic Allie. But at that moment, I was transported back to the old beat-up minivan of my childhood, but I was hearing Mozart's opera in a very different way. Gone was the childlike innocence of it, 
and left in its place was a sense of awe and reverence towards those on stage. The same performers who had replaced my youthful contentment to sit and listen with an unfulfilled desire to stand in their place. This memory will surely drive me to the stage for the rest of my life. While music performance has consistently been present in my life, it has not always been those amazing moments of self-actualization. Comparison truly is the thief of joy and rejection really, really stings. Being a voice performance major has made me intimately acquainted with comparison and rejection. I have often found myself playing the comparison game with other vocalists and longing to be in a much better place than I currently am. At times, I have found myself resenting music and resenting the gift that I have been given because of rejection. I have wanted to take breaks or wanted to completely walk away from music. Comparison takes your dreams and it reminds you that you are not good enough. It tells you that you will never be the best and that a minuscule, minuscule amount of people make a successful career out of voice performance. Rejection takes your dreams and turns them upside down. It makes them seem even more unachievable. But I want to take a moment and place emphasis on that ref repeated phrase, your dreams. Throughout my time at Truman, I have continually wrestled with what God's plan is for my life. Coming into college, I knew exactly what my dreams were and how to achieve them. I had the 10-step plan, the 14-step plan, but God had different plans. Through two degree changes, an added fifth year, and much soul searching, and still a lot of soul searching, I can confidently say that I have no idea what the future holds for me. I can tell you that in the last two years, I have found a lot of comfort in Romans 8.28. It reads, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And I have found a lot of comfort in 2 Corinthians 12.9, which says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. We can try to plan our lives out perfectly, but rejection and comparison will sadly always be present. They are inevitable truths about being human. Yet sometimes the good, and good being in air quotes here, I have needed in my music career has been rejection. Let me give you a prime example of what I'm talking about. This semester, I had the privilege and was extremely blessed to make the final round of auditions for one of the top opera programs in the country, possibly even the world. And I didn't get it. I spent money, hundreds of dollars, to fly out to this program in the middle of a pandemic only to receive a text message, not a fancy email or even a face-to-face -face conversation 
but a text message from the artistic director of the program telling me that I wasn't moving on, but that they hoped that I would be successful in my artistic endeavors elsewhere. Certainly, this was unfair. Why would God provide all of these open doors on this path just to slam the final one shut? The blow to my self-esteem and to my dreams that this message, this text message sent through me were earth shattering. But being a music major has taught me that God does not always work in the ways that I want him to. He doesn't function on my terms or on my timeline. If only. I have learned to trust and view every opportunity as a gift. I have learned that intentional joy in the Lord makes the blow of rejection just a little easier to take. I don't want my words in this podcast to be misconstrued, though. Oh, how much easier it is to sit behind a podcast microphone and to say these things than to live them out. It's not easy at all. Believe me, I wallowed and I ate ice cream and I watched TV for a solid five hours in my hotel room after my big rejection. But looking back on it, I can say that my experience is now a fond memory. While I did not accomplish what I went to accomplish or what I thought I would accomplish, I made live music again during a pandemic that had ceased all music making across the world. I didn't sing through a laptop camera, but I sang on one of the stages that I had only dreamed of singing on. I sang for people that I had wished I would have the chance to sing for. How sweet is it to know that even amidst my rejection, there was still a gift to be had for me. How sweet is it to know that even in a career as volatile as music performance, I have a God who cares for me and who died on a cross to accomplish what I could never accomplish alone. My challenge to you all is that when you face inevitable rejection in your life, allow yourself that time to be sad or to wallow as those are really important emotions and things to feel but also look for the small moments of joy in those moments of rejection. What may start as a trust exercise or a coping mechanism can begin to foster intentional joy in all circumstances. Friends, whatever your God-given gift is, be that music, service, kindness, patience, academia, do it for the glory of God and not for your own accolades. Because God invites us to live honestly and genuinely in his love without fear of this rejection or comparison that I have been discussing. Follow your passions where they lead because God is for you.